This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We all have dreams or accomplishments that we wish to check off the old bucket list during our time here. Some of them are more ambitious than others, and some that you need a nice chunk of time to complete. That's why many of these milestones are put off until retirement, with people wishing they had the time off from work to get out and make a certain dream come true. This was true of 76-year-old Joe DiTomaso, a recreational sailor and a native of the South New Jersey, Philadelphia region. He dreamt of one day taking a boat from around there all the way to beautiful and sunny South Florida. His friend and fellow sailor, Kevin Hyde, 64, had done it before himself. So, with some planning in place, the two made the decision that they were going to do it. On a cold day this past December of 2022, dreaming of the sun and the sands, their voyage began. The men traveled from New Jersey to North Carolina and departed on December 3rd, 2022 from the Oregon Inlet aboard Kevin's boat, the Atrevita 2. Atrevita is translated from Spanish to English as Darren. Along for the ride with the pair was Di Tomaso's Bichon Poodle, Minnie. Their destination on that cold day in December was set to be either Jupiter, Florida or Marathon, Florida. The Atrevita 2 was Kevin's baby, but this wasn't some giant luxurious vessel. It was a more humble 30-foot Catalina sailboat, making this a more daring excursion on the appropriately named boat. As the men departed, it was a nice yet brisk day, and they brought some basic supplies and nourishment to last them until their first stops en route. The voyage started out enjoyable, but otherwise uneventful. Joe and Kevin had sailed for years, and this was their time to get away from the drama and chaos of the world and ride the waves far away from it all. That's what it started out as. But a couple of days in, things would take a turn. Joe would recall 40-foot waves suddenly pummeling the boat during an abnormally harsh storm, and the two of them clinging on for dear life, as well as making sure that Minnie wasn't falling off the Atrevita either. The mast carrying the sail would fall apart from the hellish weather, but that wasn't the worst of it. Mayday! Mayday! Joe recalls shouting into their radio, but to their horror, this along with the boat's navigation, would be severely damaged, and no one could hear their screams. They flashed their emergency lights, but they were far away from civilization. It is highly recommended on voyages like these to have an up-to-date emergency transmitter in addition to this equipment, something that they did not possess. Even with the mast broken, the Atrevita 2 was able to handle the pounding. Joe and Kevin, however, 
were doubting that they themselves could for much longer. As the days compounded with no communication from Joe or Kevin, family members knew that something was very wrong. That's when they contacted the authorities. Emergencies like these are exactly when brave members of the United States Coast Guard come into play. The U.S. Coast Guard contains several districts in charge of various regional emergencies. In the case of the missing Atrevita 2 containing Kevin Hyde and Jody Tommaso, Districts 5 and 7 were deployed for the search and rescue operation. District 5 covers areas including New Jersey and North Carolina, the region where they departed from. District 7 covered the area that they planned on arriving at, Florida, in addition to Georgia and South Carolina. With the navigation system now broken, the men were aimless in their pursuit and were more immediately concerned with simply staying alive. They tried to find land and traveled in what would be the opposite direction from where they originally set out, unbeknownst to them. It would eventually become an entire week lost at sea and all resources aboard were now exhausted. They would run out of water and nearly all food as well. What Joe does vividly remember are the cans of beans on board, the only nourishment by that point. These were a lifesaver, literally, with how they were soaked in water that the men and the dog would ration. Every morning when the sun rose on the boat, Joe would kiss the cross around his neck. All I want to do is see my granddaughter, the New Jersey sailor would plead to God. She's only 18 months. That's all that I ask. Ten days in, on December 13th, Captain Niraj Shadari was behind the wheel of the Silver Moon, a massive oil tanker. Shadari, an American immigrant from India, was the captain of the oil tanker's 14-day trip from Amsterdam to New York. In the distance, approximately 200 miles off the coast of Delaware, he spotted something he'll never forget. It was like a needle in a haystack from Captain Niraj's vantage point. But it was indeed the missing Atrevita II that the Coast Guard was in search of day and night. The captain alerted the Coast Guard, and all help was deployed in the rescue effort. The expert Coast Guard is trained for situations just like this, and these brave men and women arrived on the scene with all the necessary equipment to safely help the men. After a grueling 10 days, Kevin Hyde, Joe DiTomaso, and Minnie, of course, were now safe. Pure emotion and tears of joy streamed down the faces of Kevin and Joe. Endlessly thankful to the U.S. Coast Guard and, of course, to Captain Niraj. In an interview with Joe's daughter, Nina, she recalled getting that call from authorities that her father was okay. After hearing that part, she said she honestly didn't even care to hear any further details. That was all she needed to know, and she couldn't have felt more relieved.
Joe would indeed once again hold his baby granddaughter, and the rescue was described by all involved as quite a spiritual experience. For Joe, his prayers to God every morning during the 10-day grueling ordeal had now been answered. As for Captain Niraj, he believed that the boat he was in charge of, the Silver Muna, had been sent from God. Niraj had no prior knowledge of the situation, and no signal had been sent to him. He was going on pure instinct that something was wrong, leading him to describe this rescue as being otherworldly. Kevin Hyde says he'd eventually make the trip to Florida again in the future. Although admirable and understandable for a seasoned sailor like Kevin, we'd hope that he takes better precautions for safety communications when that point one day comes. As for Joe DiTomaso, the answer as to if he ever wants to try making the trip again is an emphatic, no way. We often hear about the bravery of the men and women in combat, Army soldiers, Navy sailors, the Air Force, and Marines. But the Coast Guard should never be looked at as second to the above mentioned. On average, this branch is responsible for rescuing one life every day. Between these brave men and women, and of course Captain Niraj Shadri, Joe, Kevin, and Minnie owe an enormous debt of gratitude. If you want to sail the roaring seas, be prepared. And it's crucial to have an optimal and up-to-date emergency transmitting device. Because what might begin as smooth sailing may eventually take you somewhere terrifying in the wild. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild.